You are listening to the Embassy Church Podcast, and here is today's message. I'm excited for round two, see if I can stick to my notes a little bit better, but it was fun. It was fun. We'll see where God takes us. Um, Megan asked me to share, oh, I don't know, pro- approximately a month ago, she kind of let me no, back in July and it was interesting because I didn't really know I was, I was thinking about a couple different things that I was going to speak on whether it be the Great Commission or, or reconcile, reconciliation there was a bunch of different topics that God was dropping on my heart and it wasn't that I didn't have anything that I wanted to speak it's just that I didn't know what God was telling me to speak but then the I think it was three Sundays ago we sang the song, It Is Well. And there's a particular part in that song that God told me that I'm to speak out of, and that is that the wind and waves still know his name. And he spoke back then. And even though he was speaking in, in, in the passage that I'm going to read out of in the natural world, there's many supernatural spiritual meetings in the words. And that's what God wants me to share with you this morning. So, Heavenly Father, I come before you. And I just ask that my words would be your words. That the words that come out of my mouth would bring life, that they would encourage, that they would edify your, your people, that no words in all of this and no agenda is mine, but that everything that happens this morning is yours. It's all for your glory. It's all for you. I ask that Holy Spirit, you would come and show me Show me how to navigate this message you've given me. I pray that you would just penetrate hearts this morning. That open hearts in this room would be filled with your love and with your peace and all those good things that you provide. Whatever we have need of this morning, Father, we ask that you would have your way every single way. In Jesus' name, amen. So, again, God gave me many topics, but this is the one that God said, tell them that the wind and waves still know my name. And so, the portion of scripture that he led me to was Mark chapter 4 which is a very, very familiar portion of scripture. Jesus is teaching on the shores of the Sea of Galilee, and there's so many people there. There's so many people drawn to Jesus that he has to literally get in a boat and go out into the water a ways. And that's... That's a picture for us as believers. 
of how desperate people are for the Jesus inside of us. And Jesus goes out into the boats and he starts speaking and he starts teaching in parables. I believe it's seven parables. I'll look in a minute here when I read the portion of scripture. But the, the gist of this is that he's speaking all day. All day. He's ministering to these people. It doesn't say that he ate. He, did, he didn't take any breaks. He just taught the entire day. And I know from a, the little experience that I have from speaking, I'm sure Megan can attest to this, but when you minister, it's, it can be exhausting. It's, it takes a lot out of you. It, it, you're, you're giving out of you and spending the time preparing and studying and it's, it's a, it can be a tiring thing. And so I get this picture in my head that, okay, I've taught now. Disciples, go over there. Let's go to the other side of the, the lake. It's actually the Sea of Galilee. But. So, so this is the evening now. And Jesus says, let's go to the other side of the lake. Now, in my studying, I found some interesting stuff about the Sea of Galilee. It's, it's known for sudden storms. It's known for being calm, and then all of a sudden, boom, there's a storm. And so, like, these are prof professional fishermen. They know this lake. They know this water. They know that it can be dangerous. But they still went. And so that's where this portion of scripture that I'm going to read in Mark chapter 4 picks up is when they start to cast over to the other side of the lake. And again, it's a very familiar piece of scripture. But let's see where it goes. It's, I'm reading out of the New King James this morning. It's Mark chapter 4, verse 35 to 41. And it says in verse 35, on the same day when evening had come, he said to them, let us cross over to the other side. And when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was, and other little boats were also with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the weaves beat into the boat so that it was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on a pillow. And they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. But he said to them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? And my thoughts were, you, 
we have to understand something. The, the disciples literally spent all of their time with Jesus. Yet, they still didn't understand the authority that was given to Jesus on the earth. The Bible says that Jesus was given all authority. So he, he has authority in the spiritual realm as well as in the natural. So this would be a scary thing to experience in, in, in all actuality because you think about it, this wasn't just a regular storm. This wasn't a, you know, 40 kilometer an hour wind, get, you know, some nice three foot waves. We're talking, this is in the middle of the sea where you can get 30 foot waves and suddenly, I think I would be freaking out a little bit. I mean, I, I was freaking out a little bit when I was driving on three foot waves as Adam would know when we went out to the lake. You know, it's, it's, this was a, this was a storm so that the waves were crashing into the boat. And so this is the picture that we have of what's happening in this situation. Now, this is all a picture of what we go through in life. This is the spiritual side. This is the natural side of a very spiritual meaning. And though the storms may seem like they're gonna take us out or they're gonna sink our ship or we're never gonna get through the storm that we're in, I came here to tell you today that the wind and waves still know his name. That no sickness, no financial worries, no depression, no anxiety, no circumstance, no influence, no voices talking in your ear have any chance against the name of Jesus. There is no circumstance that Jesus hasn't already taken care of. When he hung on that cross, it is finished. It is. Every, every single situation that you could possibly come up against was defeated when Jesus hung there for us. And so, the wind and waves still know his name. So Jesus is with them in the boat, and this storm is going on, and the disciples are like freaking out and saying, Jesus, do you even care that we're gonna die here? And he just stands up. I imagine probably, you know, does what I do in the morning, cracks his back maybe, stretches a little bit, and then peace be still. Like, it wasn't even a question. And we carry that same authority that he carries. So that when the storms of our life are beating against our boat and water's coming in, 
when we align ourselves with Jesus and when we invite him into our situation, we now have the authority over the storms of life that we face. It's a done deal. I, I, I say that like I don't have times where I'm like, why am I going to die here? Don't you care that I'm about to die? I know I've been in that situation. I'm, I'm being funny, but there's been times in my life, and I mean, not, not too far ago in the past, where I just about walked away. I've made decisions in my life that I evaluate now, and sometimes, you know, maybe this is just me, Sometimes I wish I could go back in time and just, like, what are you doing? <laughs> but that's just me. But in all honesty, that's, sometimes we create the storms we go into, you know? And it is, it is amazing what happened in that particular, I won't go into very much detail of what happened in the story, but at that point in time in my life when I wanted nothing to do with God, Megan walked into the situation and she pointed me to Jesus and said, you need to fix this. And I tell you, that was the beginning of a very long road through a storm. But when I invited Jesus into my situation, everything changed. Because at that moment when I invited Jesus into my situation, peace be still was spoken over my circumstances. And though it seemed like maybe it was going to be the end of the road for me, I knew deep inside of me that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And I know that when he speaks to the storm, there is great calm. It's not just calm. It's like, oh, this is nice. There's a few ripples. No, it's a great calm. I mean, you can see the reflection of the sunset in that water when he sp says, speak, peace be still. That's the type of authority that he carries and we carry through him. And so when your storm seems like it's gonna fill your boat with water, I had a picture this morning and it's kind of a, an odd one, but I just, it was like I saw Jesus in your boat holding a pail. And that the storms of life, the circumstances we face, the news you get from a doctor that isn't favorable, the balance in your bank account, whether you don't know if you're gonna have enough food to feed your children. All that is water going into that bucket. And Jesus is working feverishly and pitching the water out of your boat. What an amazing picture. There is no amount of water in your boat that Jesus can't get out. <laughs> well, that wasn't in my notes. <laughs> it's happening again. So... 
I came, as I was studying, this, this part, I, I need to say this because this is, I read a quote and it really, really spoke to me. And it just, I'll let it speak for itself. It was in a commentary as I was studying. It was called the Believer's Bible Commentary. It didn't say the author below it, but nevertheless, it's a great quote. This incident in Mark chapter 4 reveals the humanity and the deity of Jesus Christ. He slept in the stern of the boat, and that's his humanity. He spoke, and the sea was calm. That's his deity. It demonstrates his power over nature, just as previous miracles showed his power over diseases and demons. Finally, it encourages us to go to Jesus in all the storms of life, knowing that the boat can never sink when Jesus is in it. I feel like that one hit home. I'm going to say it again before I start crying. I said... Finally, it encourages us to go to Jesus in all the storms of our life, knowing that the boat can never sink when Jesus is in it. When you're in your boat, Jesus is in it. You are never alone in your boat. You are never alone in your circumstance. You are never alone in sickness that attacks your body. You are not alone in your lack. You are never alone because Jesus is always with you in the middle of your storms. Whether you create them or things around you cause the storms to influence your life, he's always there. And when you go through the storm and you speak peace be still to the storm, and you gain victory over your circumstance, people take notice. They take notice of the Jesus inside of you, and that's what it's all about. It's about going therefore. It's about when you go through something and gain victory over something, you can then pass on the victory that you receive because of the Jesus inside of you. Just know that in this picture, in this story, where Jesus is preaching to the multitudes, that's the same thing that's happening today. People are hungry for the Jesus inside of you. And when you take a stand and invite Jesus into your situation and you get the victory, you can pass it on to them and it just becomes a multiplication people will draw to you because of the Jesus inside of you. Because everyone's got a storm. But guess what? The wind and waves still know his name. And they will forever. Forever. Throughout the course of time, Those words, peace be still, have echoed through the frequency of time. 
it's always going to be there. And we're here on this earth to echo those words. Because, I mean, let's face it, 2020 has been a perfect example of what the world is like. We're in the middle of a pandemic. And there's a lot of storms going on around us, people. This is the time for us to stand up and say, peace be still. That Jesus has been given the name above every other name. That we can help people through their storm. Not by anything that we do, but just saying yes to Jesus. And as we walk through our own storms, we're not alone. Whether we have Jesus or we just have a community of people around us. I heard a quote once, and it was something along the lines of this. I can't remember exactly the terminology, but don't ever invest yourself into something that costs you your peace. If it costs you your peace, it's not worth it. But sometimes you need to, you need to put your foot down. We need to put our foot down and say, okay, enough's enough. Because trust me, those storms can go on for a long time. <laughs> sometimes you're in the middle of one and it seems like you're never coming out. So you kind of have to say, I don't feel like this. I don't feel like this is even gonna work. Jesus, do you care that I'm perishing? Peace be still. When we line up with him, there is great calm. And where there's great calm in the midst of chaos, people will take notice. And they'll, they'll, they'll ask, What's, what's different about you? I'm going through something similar to you. How, how did you get through that storm and I didn't? Why am I stuck in the eye of the hurricane? Well, let me tell you about Jesus. Because that's what it's all about. That's an invitation for Jesus to be in their situation. That's an invitation for you to share the King of Glory with another person. For you to offer and lay down your life for the Kingdom of Heaven. Because that's what it's all about. It's about us spreading the Jesus inside of us and helping people and grabbing onto someone when it seems like they're drowning or asking for help when you feel like you're drowning because there is no problem that Jesus can't help you out of. I know, I mean, I've said it a bunch already. I mean, I'm kind of being repetitive in this, but 
the wind and waves that beat against your boat that are trying to sink you. They still know his name. There's no battle that he hasn't won. So when you're in the midst of that storm, a little quicker than the first time, when you're in the middle of that storm, just know that you're not alone. Look at it as look at it as an opportunity for you to invite Jesus into your situation. I know it could be it's hard in the middle of the storm, but I promise you that when Jesus walks into your situation, everything will change. And it will not look like what you thought it will look like. Do you think Four years ago, I saw myself standing back up on a stage. Not a chance. I was gone. But when you speak the truth, and this is a quote that Bill Johnson always says, when, you, when, when Megan spoke the truth to me that day, she changed the options for me. Because when you speak the truth, this is a Bill Johnson quote, and I heard it many times because I like to listen to Bill Johnson, but when you speak the truth, you change people's options. Because Jesus doesn't give you just one option. He gives you as many as you need to get out of, why does it say run to the Father again and again and again and again? Because that's who he is. You're never gonna get it right the first time, but you're gonna get up and you're gonna go after him again. And it's just, it's a beautiful sight to see when people gain victory over their storms. It brings great glory to Jesus because he was able to hold on to you during that storm and pitch the water out of your boat. Because remember, when Jesus is in your boat, nothing can sink it. Nothing. No sickness, no lack, nothing. And so this morning, if you're in the middle of the storm, I pray that Jesus would walk in your situation Oh God, help us not to be like the disciples in the sense that they still didn't understand the authority that Jesus carried at that moment. And if I am being hard-hearted in any way in seeing you move, soften my heart. Let me see you in the middle of the storm. I pray that if you're in the middle of the storm, that the Father's arms would wrap around you and that Jesus would, would just completely heal whatever it is you're going through. Fix the situation that you're going through. And I just thank you 
for this in Jesus' name. Amen. For more information about Embassy Church, visit our website at embassychurch.ca.